0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces podcast. My name is Scroobius Pip. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Um, there's there's, there's one of my guests eating crisps. Uh, answers on a postcard. Was it a stew whiffin or crisp glassen? Um, before I get into introducing my guests, I'm just going to do the beginning bit of mentioning we're sponsored by Speech Development Records which is where you can go and buy the POS album on blue vinyl, which is amazing, and all the dark summer goodies. The sunglasses have sold out again. We're going to get another batch in in a week or so. Um, Is there anything I need to tell you about? You've been tuning in and and been lovely. Great reactions to all the pod. I'm not even going to bother. I would give you a warning that these podcasts are normally an absolute mess because we get quite drunk. Let's just jump into it. Right, I am joined by Stu Whiffen, and Chris Glass. Oh, sorry, it's still going. And Chris (laughs) Glasson. Hey, gang of 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 the Hardcore Listing Podcast, how are you guys? I'm bloody brilliant. Oh yeah, Hmm. I'm I'm, really excited about tonight now.
1: Yeah, do you know what? I've got to be honest, right? We we done a podcast yesterday, didn't we? Me and Mm. you, and then we got stuck in some traffic, and then you you met my friends last night, and and Mm. and I got quite drunk. And I um, woke up a bit rough this morning, had to go to work. And in the afternoon, I was thinking, oh man, I don't, I don't know have, if you I, could I, do I, it. I'm not really feeling this. Yeah. And uh, I've got around here and I just got a little bit excited.
0: Yeah. You saw my handsome face and it just it brightened up your day, right? It made no, you... it was
1: a bag of sensations. after bag of sensations. He <laughs> loves the sensation.
2: sensation. <laughs> um, I went round um, on Stu's mate's house last night and Stu said, you, you know, do you want to come over and meet the mates So I was like, yeah, okay. And then they were like, Oh, down here's just an old bomb shelter. Do you just want to go down there, Chris? In his back garden. And at that point I thought Sexy time. I, I get it. I know what I'm over here for now. It was quite sinister, wasn't it? It was. It was like a proper like air raid shelter. And it oh, was you know, that old musky smell. And yeah.
3: that sounds hideous.
2: Uh, mm. But it was a good laugh. And yeah. what
0: a bar your um mine has got yeah. out the back, man. It's yeah. proper. I mean I mean we should mention that. And this is the first drunk cast in the new Distraction Pieces studio instead to instead of the whiff Inn. It's,
1: it's mm. a bit nice, isn't it? It's
0: all right, isn't it? It's really nice. So we're usually in the Whiff-In, but now that's the home of Hardcore Listing. We've moved the drunk cast to the Distraction Pieces st- studio. Yeah. There's some nice art about. There's some pictures.
1: Nice big picture of Prince. Yeah.
0: Good, good big big picture of Prince. There's a few, there's a few pictures of me. Um, and it's... It, in your own studio. In my uh, own studio, mm-hmm. but it it, it it made me think of genuinely the most I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bands, a lot of bands, or everyone, like when you're touring that, you'll get a poster or something and keep it and everyone will sign it and you'll frame it and stuff like that. So it's just a, a quite a common thing, but we were, at, um, I'm sure I've told this before, but we were at, at B. Dolan's a wedding, so me and Dan had, had flown out there a few days early and we were doing like barbecues and stuff, so it's me B. Dolan, Dan Isaac, Sage Francis, a load of others. And me, Dan and Sage are in B's st- st- studio because he has some new tr- a new tracks to play us. And it's taken a minute uh, to load up. And uh, obviously there's like all of Dolan's albums on the wall framed and stuff like that, some tour posters. And there's just a, a, a moment of s- a silence and Sage just looks around and goes, so who's the B. Dolan fan? <laughs> 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 and, and it just slayed me more than anything in my life. So who's the Bidolon fan? <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what well, are we are going to talk about today? There's a lot on the list. Shall well, I go through a, some, some bits on my list first? I just want to say, just quickly, that it is nice in here.
2: It feels a bit professional and I just feel bad because I just feel that it could get messy tonight. Yeah, it I've, will get messy. I've drunk half a glass of gin already. That's been
1: sat we, we, down for about two minutes. There's three bottles of gin of three people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's
0: That's gonna a get a bottle and a half it. each. I've I've made a, a <laughs> note. I've made a note at the top of my podcast list to take Polaroids as we go. Oh. Because normally we take them all at the end, don't yep. we? And I think it'll probably actually be more entertaining the more yeah. drunk we get. The first ones yeah. were quite sober. Yeah. Yeah and yeah, so yeah. on and so forth. And then the last one's
2: usually maybe cupcakes
0: in my eyes or yeah. something like that yeah. isn't yeah. it yep. so, yeah. it's normally the way but i mean you speak of how nice the studio is we're in our comfortable hog Capisco oh, chairs mate,
1: good yeah they're which well. i'm
0: banging on about a lot but it's because rogan mentioned them on his podcast and we're all fans of rogan's yep. podcast mm-hmm. and he's kind of the, the the daddy of it and he talked about how they they give you good posture but you can relax they're comfy and yeah i then then looked into it and and I had to get a few. A I,
2: I genuinely need a chair. And I've yeah. been like... Because my office chair is just absolute and shit. And this isn't an advert. They're, no, no, they're no, 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 oh, no, no, I don't give a fuck. But um, yeah, my office chair is genuinely shit. I don't like sitting in, in my, my house. I hate working on that, on that desk. Yeah. So I've just, just started looking for chairs. So that, this
0: might be the worst. Is that, is that why you never get any work done? Always looking for chairs, bruv. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to discuss a lot of things t- today. It's been a while. Mm. I right. put out a shout earlier on Facebook and Instagram to get people to submit some questions. Mm. Mm. So we've got that to fall back on. Okay. But um on my list I've got I've got Banksy Gate. Mm. Yeah. It's been an intense week. Yeah. <laughs> week or two. Um I've got just a hardcore listing and distraction pieces highlights. Okay. So we can have a chat of what's been the best. Yeah. Um if uh, just the thing that I've noticed on the drunk on now you guys have got your own podcast and we'll start with that actually I think but I'm going through a few first right. just the fact that do you find yourself d- d- doing things in life so you can talk about it on the podcast now and so on and so forth but yeah anyway it's a very good question we'll go through we um that. We'll do that over we've a coffee. got <laughs> the we are lizards a photo booth session yep. that we get i'll mention that now and we'll talk about it as well later but we've got we are lizards on july 22nd haven't we
1: somebody's birthday
0: it's, it's my birthday special so what we've decided yeah. is we're going to do a photo booth session because even even are you guys about it now that that we have people come up throughout the night asking for photos and stuff like that which is lovely we're always there but Stu's nodding knowingly there like he's a big deal yeah, but we've had a few people say m- message me saying oh i wanted a photo or a chat but it was too busy and it gets it gets hectic about 10 doesn't it so, brilliant
1: you're doing all of this during my DJ set
0: no that's it that's it <laughs> we thought 8 till 9 you can come and hear Stu DJ and we'll do a, a photo booth a, mm. a session because they've got a photo booth there so I'll jump in with anyone who wants a photo and then we can all mm. sign them throughout the night and things like that and do it as a bit of a so 8 till 9 if you come down it's free 8, eight till 9 we don't start yep. charging until Stu's set's finished because that feels unfair
1: um, that's not right so it wouldn't horrible. be right mate <laughs> <laughs> so eight till nine um, at the book club, and everything else aside, it's a fucking great night. And we've got yeah, yeah. John Kennedy, yeah, mm-hmm. Radio FM. X or XFM yeah. Um, legend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have we got? Sam Redmore. Sam Redmore, who we yeah, had puts, always puts on. A we set. had had
0: had once at the London one, and he mm. couldn't have fit in better. Yeah. yeah, he just slotted straight in. Was just a yeah. perfect fit. Um, and we've got DJ Destruction and disc Discante- credits. So, yeah, it's going to be a great one. I want to talk about me being hit by a ghost car. I want to talk about chatting with Samuel L. Jackson on the C2C train into London. Stu DJing in Dartford. I need to tell that story. We've forgotten that twice we've done that.
2: We did that last time. No, no, no. We've not done it twice.
0: Fuck. tweeted us both, didn't they? Yeah. That's we missed it. I visited the Ben and Jerry's headquarters...
1: Did you meet Ben or Jerry?
0: I met Ben and Jerry. I didn't meet either, um, but it was good. Um, I've got w- w- one note. I won't go into detail yet, but the note just says ball bad carpaccio." Um, I've got, I've got, a have j- got a joke. I've got a joke for Chris. Is that? Oh. What did I say? What did I say?
2: fucking. It was definitely
0: you. What did I say? Went off yesterday as well, didn't? Yep. Yeah um my ongoing war with papa johns uh my airbnb drama man that's a hideous story my neighbor dying um and stew's holiday so if you've got oh. any any notes you want to share that we're oh. going to get into well i we won't jump into them just no yet, no, no. But yeah. movies
2: that i want to go yep. through tv series that i've watched yep. a few bits of music uh me, um, Pete Tong's uh, IB for Classics that I got to film not that long ago. That was a fucking nice. real experience. Probably would do an hour on my fast. Yep. Um, got to see go and visit Ed, um, one of our guests, Ed Skine, on uh, yes. on one of his movie sets over at Chatham Docks. That was a wicked day. Amazing. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, three days with you, uh, locked in a room. Yep. yep uh, you being that. Um, Pipkins. Yep. That and, um, and building a pizza oven. Yep. Stu, have you got anything that you're Yeah,
1: I've I've tried to embrace my nerd. Yeah. Um, oh you like So have. I've um Yeah, I've started watching a certain show. Yeah, um, embracing
0: your inner nerd.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: um Galactica. You read a comic as well.
1: It's all part of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah some films. Today. Um I I think we should discuss I know we we spoke about it a long time ago on one of the podcasts, but now they've announced that Conor and Mayweather is happening.
0: I, I wanna put forward that we don't discuss that. Oh, okay. Um, it's only because it, it is the most discussed thing in the world at the moment, isn't it? Okay. And my thought is genuinely, and I will ask you both now. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, do you think there's anything that either of us can add that hasn't already been said or isn't being said constantly? That's that's
1: because if you do, point.
0: then that's cool. But yeah. I, I honestly know that I haven't. Got I anything think you that should all hold the phone. I feel I've got plenty to
2: add on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. But it might it might be cool. I don't know a lot, and I know. It's true. I, I'd like to just generally ask you um, if you know much about. Uh, another big fight that's coming up, but it's in the boxing world, which is the Triple D. G and um, Canelo. Canelo Canelo fight. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I've I'm, only seen, I, I haven't followed fight you know boxing what? for a long I'm time. Far
0: more up for discussing that, but, 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 but because again, the Connor thing, we can all argue about it, or we can all say it's shit or it's good. Yeah, it's going to happen, and it's not happened yet. So my view is, let's talk about it after it's happened, right. rather than add to the fucking mm. slew of people talking
1: shit. Go mm. on, um, Glastonbury. I'd yep. love to mention oh, that. Yeah, yep. um, I have put my holiday pride. Yep. Um, and, uh, your lack of from looking at your T-shirt and how you generally look after yourself. Yeah, like,
2: g- g-
0: general appearance. Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, it's just the the, the pride event in London. Because oh, you, you went in and on, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, mate, sorry. sorry, Yeah, we'll get on to that. Um, there's been a general election since the last one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there has.
1: Yep, yep. Oh, I was that. wondering whether we'd go there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I see. Interesting. Mm. I think
0: that's it. Well, let's let's jump in and talk a little bit about podcasts. And um, yeah. after our last drunk cast, actually, it's mm. just after you'd started Hardcore Listing, mm. and I had one guy email me saying, let's listen to the drunk cast, and it was a bit of a greatest hits of previous podcasts. So uh, <laughs> just quickly to that guy, tune out for a bit, because we're going to do exactly yeah, the just, fucking same. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. off, mate. <laughs> because we don't... I, like, I, I I listen to all of them, and, um, and we discuss, like you guys... Yep. I listen to some of mine. You don't have to listen to all of them. But in general, as it's my network and their top fives, I try and and listen to them all. I Um, appreciate that, mate. And I enjoy them. And we don't really discuss them too much. I might... like If there's some technical things, I might say, here's my thoughts on that. But in general, it's not like we have big chats about them. Technicalities being, Chris, be less of a cunt. Yeah, I mean, I I should mention that because we're in the new studio, I did think it could be good to get your mate Brad to, to come and film this drunk cast. But then... Genuinely, since I've had that thought, everyone he's filmed, Chris has had the inability to realise that, n- what, 90% of your listeners are audio?
1: It's impossible. Yeah. He will well, constantly be it's doing... Not 80, he'll, go,
0: no 9%. He'll, he'll be going, and then I did this. And then if you do that, and you'll be going... And Jordan was great. Jordan Gray, she kept explaining stuff that Chris yeah. was doing yeah. for the listeners. But yep. if there's a camera in the room, he has the complete inability to... Yep. Be aware that some yeah. people aren't watching on camera. It's a
2: skill. It's a skill, isn't it? It's a skill I don't currently have. It's
1: a defect,
2: right? It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a skill I don't currently have, but I will. I will improve. It's crack oh. me up every time. But I then I'm partly playing. Not camera. that interested in improving because I think part of the the the, uh, the charm of the, the our podcast is the fact that we remain consistently unprofessional. I mean, we have we have cut down on the crunching. Yeah. We, yep. i.e., stew.
1: Yep. You're getting
2: yep. better at not eating into the microphone. Now. Okay, um,
1: but, what have,
0: but yeah. what have been your are, are your favourites? I love the Brett Goldstein one. I thought oh, that was fantastic. The, yeah.
1: the Brett one was was great. Um, I recommended
0: it actually to to Bert Kreischer, who's a comedian. He just he was on Twitter the other day, and we chat every now and then. He was asking for podcasts, and I recommended part one of the Jordan Grey one, but because he likes. Gr- gr- gross stuff I don't think okay. it's your best but I think Chris thinks that's your best podcast ever no no, no, no I think it was funny but um, because it's all about his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but I thought the Brett one was just man he was a guest on here yeah I think he was better on your podcast than he was on here oh okay because nice. it was cool. I guess stories were kind of forced out of him in that way yeah. because he did his top five bad or unusual gig experiences
1: stand up comedy yeah. gigs yeah. yeah and it was it, it it was, was every single one was fucking great, wasn't yeah. it? And funny as you like, and and he'd come out to Essex, didn't he? Come out to the the, the Whiffen and was yeah. was just really, he's just he's lovely, isn't he? He's, he's just such a lovely. top top fellow, and and oh, it was it was a cracker that one. I remember. He's I don't lovely, necessarily is. listen back to them all, but I, I did listen to that, and yeah. I and I phoned you up and I went, that's really good." Yeah, that yeah, podcast. yeah. I right.
2: Completely agree, mate. I think you know he. I think the last four or five now really have sort of been when you're saying about our best ones, I think yeah. how I mean, okay, we've sorted out the audio now predominantly. Yep. But I just think that there's a bit more structure to how we're doing things. Only a bit. Yeah. Um but I think just the guests have just been absolutely phenomenal. You know, it's like Brett Brett has been absolutely amazing. We've yeah. had like well obviously Ed was really Ed crime was really deep deepened. you know um, he, chose this,
0: he chose one
2: of the best top yeah, five.
0: Yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. As, as to how did you describe it? Uh, Fuck tears. Thug which is so. a thugged out Emotional thugged out records So yeah It's so a gangster or, or thuggy rappers Doing their emotional song That's all yeah, deep and mean Which yeah. is That's a great yeah. That was fit. before We'd sorted out the audio And mate fair, but we I, not I adored it. Stu pretending He knew any of
1: the songs oh, I was yeah. so out of my depth Particularly
0: when he'd done A little mm. bit of, of research And dropped his knowledge On the wrong track oh. like
1: <laughs> He was like The sample on <laughs> this, this Is, is
0: actually from uh, The sample on this Is from <laughs> Is from that And then and Ed goes No, that's my next one.
1: (laughs) Oh mate, it's brilliant. We were talking about no, no, no. We was not talking about you. was being horrible with me about it yesterday. He was digging
2: me out about something yesterday, like I'd said something wrong on the podcast, and he was very quick. No, we were talking about hang me out to dry. Oh, that's it. The Ken Livingston fucker.
1: Yeah, Ken Livingston. And uh, yeah, when when we had Brett on, um, (laughs) we ended up talking about uh, Sexy Beast. Yeah, and uh, we said that Ray Winston put in a stellar performance in that, and then Chris said. I thought um, Ken Livingston was incredible.
0: <laughs> and he still thinks that Ken Livingston is exactly like yeah. Ben Kingsley, yeah. name wise. Which, I
2: can't tell you, I can't not. lie to you. That's how my brain adds those words <laughs> yeah. up, mate.
1: I, I've got a similar thing. I had a, um, we had an, it was some kind of quiz night going on once, and, and you had to kind of guess something, and, and it was potato salad. <laughs> you couldn't say the word, but you had to describe it. And and I said to my brother-in-law, opposite of coleslaw, he went potato salad.
3: Yeah.
1: Is it the opposite?
3: Not at all. No.
2: So you didn't cut your head, up, head off and pretend to chop your head into little tiny pieces and then add mayonnaise into a salad? You didn't go that route to describe a potato salad? only a salad. pub quiz, mate. Yeah, fair enough. Not everyone thinks you're Mr. Potato Head. I
0: mean, that's the other thing I thoroughly enjoy, is the regular absolute um, assumption that every listener has listened to every episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have constant running
1: jokes that's like 90% of these people don't know what you're talking about with your mr potato head references we, yeah. we've we've actually got the, the thing that was weird was the fact that we've got like people have got like, companies have contacted us and gone um yeah you guys are right to advertise our product um <laughs> i mean if we just give you a kind of loose idea for a script do whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah. And we have just fucked around, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we're, and we got the someone day. commented today and went, "I've just heard your advert for Harry's razors." <laughs> Lather up my balls! <laughs> and, uh, and and he's, and his and answer was like, "Did you get paid to do that?" <laughs> That's the best job ever. I just thought, "Yeah, he it was it? great." <laughs> <isn't it>? <laughs> 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 we just got to do loads of fucking ridiculous voices, mm, just some nonsense food in my shed, and uh, yeah.
0: Um, I, I I got annoyed. When you were talking about um, killing a fly with your penis. So I think you were putting jam on your belly and then fl- flicking your no, erection no, no, onto no, no, it. That got edited out. Like, no, it um... didn't get it. <laughs> but no, the only reason it annoyed me <laughs> is you came up with a name for it and I presumed it was all building to a penis flytrap joke. Oh, that's mm. good. And you didn't. And I was like. I thought that was the whole point of that that obviously fictional story. Penis, a fl- flytrap. Penis, flytrap.
1: Oh, that's genius. So You'll have to do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we, to revisit we, that. We, uh, um, I found that with the podcast, one of the good things about it is, or with mine, it's taking me to talk to people I might not have talked to, to previously with things like. The mustard tree episode, which is a, a homeless charity in Manchester, I went up there and had a look around their building and what they do. And there's been numerous things like that. And it, I found it, it forces me to do stuff I maybe wouldn't have done. Yeah, um, yours has forced Chris to put a pipe up his ass and pour, pour coffee inside himself.
1: That's correct.
2: So, I mean, when you said that, you're earlier... The like, same? You know, do, do, do we do things for stories? I mean, because all the Craig stuff—I mean, that's all legit. People, but, people because, always it's like, you, because it's stuff that we've discussed
0: as well, yeah, like, yeah, in a good way, yeah. that we should go and do the zombie thing yeah. with Gail and stuff yeah, like that. And that's yeah, yeah. that's a good thing. Let's let's do some stuff that we can then. Mm. And the UFCs, even, it's a legitimate. Yeah. Like we want to go anyway, but. Yeah, yeah. If we were half and half, it's an extra push to go, oh, that's something to talk Definitely. about on the next
1: On the next. We don't force anything, do we? No, we no. no, no. We certainly don't set out to do something just to, no. so we can I talk mean, about on a podcast. the podcast. The, the organic coffee enema, that was me just getting a bit carried away. With, <laughs> well, you, like, you didn't even really want to talk about it. I was like, whoa, we are talking about that. So,
0: again, like we won't go into huge detail now, but part one of the Jordan... Grey episode, you didn't even get to start her top five list because you started talking about Chris giving himself a coffee enema on his kitchen floor, kitchen floor, yeah. on his own. So we won't go any further. But just no. tune into that episode. But jo- for that. Jordan was
2: wicked when she for that she because so she, she 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 like she played along.
1: Um, and then we, came round your house and helped redecorate your flat yeah yeah I mean not specifically the kitchen it wasn't a result <laughs> of the coffee
2: I just had to redecorate after that <laughs> the whole place I couldn't go in there again no the <laughs> oh, she's a gem she did that
0: yeah but, but yeah she, oh, she was great because she's got a show on uh what's the session of Phoenix Phoenix FM um, and that showed on that episode, because yeah. it showed that she started hosting now, because every now and then she'd jump in
1: yeah. and start yeah, 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 yeah. to lead
0: things, and that was mm. dope. But um, I've obviously had the Goldie episode happen yes since since our last wow. one. That yep. was kind of... That's the first time the podcast has been a literally worldwide news story. It was on, on the news in Australia on TV. It was on CNN in America. It was on German news. It was in every paper in the UK, um, including like music papers and all of these, and all because of the first report was kind of vague and half. I'm convinced that all of these, all the people who reported on it, haven't listened to the podcast because they all quote how he's, he. In, in case you I, I haven't listened, supposedly he he um, he named or unveiled Banksy um and they say he says robert Mm -hmm. if you listen to it he could say rob he could say robert he could say Robin. he could say i thought he said robbo and there's a lot of rumors it was king robo and then it's been passed on and so on and so Mm. forth um and yeah it was just hilarious i mean we were cracking up at it and were genuinely me and goldie like i was at first i was a little nervous because i was like i know he hadn't said anything but it started to become this huge news story Mm. And then, as soon as I knew Banksy found it amusing, and 3D, who's who's Robert in the, in Massive Attack, found it amusing, then I was off at the races. Yeah. So
2: this is great. You, you, you relaxed once great. you knew that Banksy, who is Robert Del Naja, had found it funny. <laughs> 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 I found it. I found it interesting, and I, I could understand why it sort of like got the got the um, momentum. in it ha- it had, and That's in my crazy, mind, I was just it? like.
0: Well, that's, that's kind of good, the, good for you, The mate, thing really. that benefited me was, yeah, if you Google it, there's been articles about it being Robert mm. from Massive Attack. There's mm. been articles about it being um, King, King Robert. King yeah. Robert. And there's because been articles they... about it being a guy called Robin from Middle Bristol. class, dude. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was like, the fact that they're all out there mm. and th- and this was suddenly a big news mm. story. It's like, he said, mm. Rob, that doesn't clarify in any way. Mm. I guess it confirms that yeah, you're, you're in the right direction, mm. but mate it was mad seeing that and Mm -hmm. the fact that all of them quoted the fact that um, again because in fact let's call this out it's it's a listener that started it yeah and that's not a problem I guess it was good press but all of the quotes were from a listener so someone you'd kind of assume as as Sold the story, would that or would it just be as I given the story I, I, away? I don't I, I, know. It's I, I
2: definitely wouldn't say but it was def- all the same they quote, did, it? but they would put it out. But what, what I do think it is, it is was this, all the same is, person. It, well, quoting, no, wasn't when it? you look at when you because I had a look at that, you know, just out of curiosity, copy and paste on wanted to make me feel bad it? about it as yeah, well. Yeah. I was trying to go, no, this is a big deal, mate. Oh, fucking hell. Um, That's but when I was looking through the news stories, it is this thing that we're seeing constantly, time and time again now, this regurgitation. Of something else because no one could be fucked to actually look into it, so they're copy and pasting. There's yeah. about three or four blogs, news channels, and they were word for word. Absolutely, it's the word same for word. thing. Just bleh,
0: just a, regurgitating. Big it. newspapers as well. Yeah, absolutely, a word for word. Yeah, the thing that amused me was it stated that he changed the subject quite abruptly, and if you've listened to that episode. I mean, I love Goldie, but God damn, he changed the subject yeah. abruptly. He was, he was here there in everywhere. every sentence. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how Goldie is. If was you know knowing Kimball, you know yeah. that. But in general, if you listen, if you've actually heard the podcast, which again, yeah. I've, that's why I'm convinced n- none of the journalists have, or they're just just making a bit of a story. Yeah, and That's yeah, yeah. fine in itself. But um,
1: that was one thing that, like, a lot of my friends, you know, don't listen to podcasts and yeah. don't really know about what the po- podcasting that I do and whatnot,
3: mm.
1: uh, or ever come to the club nights and. Mm. I was getting phone calls like, here, know your mate with a beard? You've seen him, He's, he, he knows Banksy. And I was getting all sorts yeah, of phone calls and messages on social media from people that never mention anything. Yeah. Like
0: I that. was talking to to, to B Ducks, who's mugged you off before on uh, on Chris.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, Called yeah. you a, a, well, a bucket head, bucket, silly little bucket hat bastard boy. Or something like that. Who? Just a mate of Pips. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, who is this person <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah anyway I was I, and she was on a train and I was saying this this Banksy stuff's blowing up a bit and she's like L- literally I'm sat here over here in two separate groups of people discussing it and it was like that's mental when it's just in the yeah. in the world can like that
1: can I mention um the conversation I had when I was out running um a couple of weeks ago
0: sure I, I mean I assume so
1: so I'm out with a dog, having my, my morning run, yeah. and uh, van, back door's open, fellow unloading stuff out the back, turns around, looks at me as I'm running down the street, Stuart with him, and I was like, yeah, all right." so I stopped, <laughs> and he went, oh, you ain't got to stop, mate, I went, oh, all right, sorry, and, uh, and he went, look, and he then leant into his cab and turned his stereo up and was listening to the podcast, Amazing, and I was like, That's wicked <gasps> That's it's it. mad, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's amazing.
0: It's mad how it it can all grow. And the weird thing with, because it's weird on on the Banksy thing. I only spoke to you and Irvine about it, really, mm. and be, like, I wasn't getting tons and tons of messages.
1: We've when getting hit up about right by the press and that to come I, in that, I
0: before it came out, I had the Mirror and the Mail hit me up asking if they can use a sample of the audio, and I said no because the point of podcasts. Is that it's not sound bites. Yeah, yeah. The point of starting this podcast was it's a long form interview. Yeah, it's not exploiting this person who said this, and it was the same when I had Rory McDonald on. Like all three of us are big MMA fans, yeah. and we read a lot of the MMA blogs. Yeah. There were things he, he said in that that if I had isolated and sent to MMA blogs, it'd be a news story. And, and now, now R- Rogan doesn't do that, but because all the MMA journalists tune into Rogan. Yeah. Ha- Anything that's said on there will become a news story in the yeah, yeah, way yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have done that, but I went no. That's not the point of podcasts. It's about this long thing, and it was the same on that. I just when I was approached, I just said no. Nah, I'm not. I'm not interested. That's not. That's not cool. It's annoying because I want, think it was the they obs- waste money about. Um, I just said out outright. I was like, yeah. no, you 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 can't. Um, it's annoying because I think it was the Independent was one that t- took the clip without asking me and played it and had advertising on it and Fuck that annoyed off. me a bit because really? they're making yeah, money, money off, off of that. my audio yeah. and it's like either way i would have said no i would have said look yeah. you can and again it's, it's it's not me being overly righteous come and listen to it on the podcast mm. yeah do you know what i mean and give me listens and give me yeah mm. views or whatever and and a lot of people said like how oh was the listeners uh, figures are through the roof they were up a bit, but I think people are unaware of the fact that in this day and age, you're barely willing to read past a headline, yeah. Let, let, yeah, let alone yeah, yeah, go and yeah, download yeah. a ninety I mean, minute podcast. People
2: just take that as a given. Yeah, that's yeah. their. That's their. Most word. people
0: will have read that and gone, "All right, well, I've got my information," and they will now be yeah. saying, "He unvowed it." Yeah, having not listened, mm. it's interesting. I had similar today. I, had, I did a, I did a post. I got my favorite. T- a t- a tweet ever today I've, i'll i read it out to, out to you in a minute but I did a post of the top twelve yeah, downloaded like episodes ever and I knew that it happened because this always happens there's only one girl in it it's why I did the next top twelve because there was three in that and the top twelve of this year so far because there's four in it so it's you know it's a it's a, it's an evolving thing and i I did a post a while ago asking for more recommendations of a female um it gets to have on, because whilst I don't book based on gender, I think we are by being in the entertainment industry, we're part of an industry that through years of patriarchy is is channelled towards men. So I think whilst it's not right to book based on gender, it's okay to try and make some moves to re to rebalance that and try yeah. and actively say, well, I don't want just women on, but if there's some interesting w- women that would be good for the podcast, then, then yeah. that's so a good e- thing to do.
2: Equal opportunity isn't always about giving being equal to everyone. A equal opportunity is sometimes about giving people a
0: leg up, whether that be gender, sex, race. Yeah, yeah completely. Um, and, and it's definitely... It's, a, more it's, it's it's an industry entertainment that has, has been that way for a long time. Um, so yeah, I did that, and I knew there'd be some some backlash, but I made a point. I did a post on Facebook... I've posted the 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 Polaroid photo of every a, a female guest I've had on because my point is I'm doing my bit to to have more more women on and have that variation. But equally, if you're someone who's going to notice that as a problem, then noticing it isn't enough in my yeah. opinion. M- actively become part of making that change. Yeah, so sure. here's all the female guests I've had. Now, I've said before of this year, I think the best episode I've had is Sophia Batella. Yeah. I think she was absolutely amazing. It's a post about it. If you're a listener and you're unhappy about the fact that the most downloaded episodes are men, m- make some noise about yeah. the 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 refugee special I had with Ramel, mm. or the or the safe housing for women special with Mira, Mira yeah. or go celebrity route. Josie Long, uh, Kathy Burke is one of the best episodes. Gail Porter, Porter is one of your best episodes mm. and my best episodes. But um, so again it's on this misreading thing a girl who's a journalist I believe tweeted me saying how it's a lot of white men and I was like yeah man that's kind of it's a shame kind of thing but you know I do notice that less people post about the ones that have got, got women. hopefully that can change and it went back and forth a bit and was all friendly and someone else jumped in and I responded to them laughing the person who jumped in is my favourite tweet I've ever had and then the girl who did the original tweet said look you, you chose your top 12 and I just highlighted that it's mainly white males and I had to go back and go I didn't choose my top 12 in the post it says these are the top 12 most downloaded Yeah, it's yeah. not my top 12 so again the, it was the fact yeah. that all of that interaction was based off someone not reading a tweet completely yeah, which yeah, is yeah. where I've come to that from the misperception of Guardian or whatever else yeah. or, or, or or whatever paper is reporting but the tweet I got in response that, this woman retweeted it and said oh it's a lot of white males and I got a tweet from I'm not going to say his name or give him again don't go and give any hate or abuse because it's the most hilarious tweet ever but it just said but but based on his judging of the best of all 2014 fancy dress contest (laughs) Scroobius Pip is a misogynist of the highest order (laughs) Which is my, legit my favourite tweet. Number one, why are you basing anything on someone's judging? And I don't know if I gave if I picked too many women or too few women, because either way that could be, could be yeah. sexist yep. or misogynistic. Well, I'm
2: hoping you pick too many, anyway. I need
0: to see this. I, like, is it is it bad that my instant thought was Have they mistaken me for Dan Lassac?
1: <laughs>
0: just because you know that Dan's had a lot his his type of humour on stage yeah, has yeah, always yeah, been quite yeah, yeah, totally. quite bawdy. And yeah. I was like, but yeah, I've just thought that was amazing. Um I don't remember what I don't remember any incidents. I remember being asked at some point to judge a, a last minute thing from Rob the Banks as not something I'd yeah. trained or prepared for. Yeah. Um I wasn't even in fancy dress, so I had yeah. no right, but yeah. Um that's it, it's, it's so interesting. I'm what, not saying we need to wait like, and, and and a misogynist of the highest order. Mm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's not the highest order there's some horrible yeah. shit that goes down yeah. there's some horrendous misogyny that goes well, you're down you're up there with it yeah, I, I mean you, I, we all thought Craig was somehow a misogynist but you're well above there's that. very little misogyny in this world that's any worse than the judging of a fancy dress contest <laughs> I think yeah. I think if that is the case then we're in a really good place for equality and yeah. Yeah. spoiler alert I don't think we're in a really good place for equality I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done but yeah that
2: I, do, just... I think there is a lot of work that needs to be done but I do think that you know, I see a lot of just it going so far left now with that, and 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 and, and white the, I, what, the the hate on white males a lot of the time that's been cast your way, and you you aren't any of those things, and and it, it, it makes me sad to think that. Like, I mean, can I'm, I just uh, say one other thing, on, like with on, regards
0: to your? Um, oh, oh, can I just mention though, as, yeah. as you were saying that in four weeks, yeah. I've got Laurie Penny on the podcast, yeah, who yeah. is a, a writer and journalist. Um, who speaks a lot about feminism and it's a really interesting episode because she pulls me up on a couple of things that potentially I had the wrong outlook on Mm -hmm. and we have a a really good discussion on that because I think I think you're right but I also think a lot of people who say that then get overly defensive as a white male I I think I get that I think there is a lot of problems from the perspective of the white male I think the white male is or the root of a lot of problems That's not to say all white males are horrible or anything like that, but it is something that I feel that we have to take a step back sometimes. Like I said to Laurie Penny in this episode, I don't identify as a feminist, but purely because of discomfort in doing so. As a white male, Mm. I feel I have a level of privilege in life that means I can't... To claim to fully understand and relate to the the, the stuff that that women have to go through... Mm feels fake. I can't do that. I, I completely agree with everything in feminism, in in real feminism. Obviously, there's going to be extremes and so on and so forth, yeah. but I completely agree and support everything in feminism. But I personally feel uncomfortable claiming to be a feminist because I'm a white male. It's fucking way easier for me than it is for a female, you yeah, know, in general. I, I
2: think so. Again, that that that's not against you anyone think who think does You can empathise with that. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, there sorry, are. Th- th- yes, yeah, okay. You, I think that femin- there's a lot of femin- A lot of my friends, a lot of my best girl mates, are feminists. Extreme, for, and they they go through varying shades from, um, sort of like the the feminist principles that I um concur with and believe in, <laughs> to militant feminists. Yeah. and you know, and and so, and, and so we talk I, a lot about this on Facebook. That I don't you know, disassociate with anyone posting anything, yeah. even if they are. Have extreme religious beliefs or social political ones. I won't detach. I want to read and see what the arguments are, but I, I see the, 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 the far end of feminism, and it scares the life out of me sometimes. Yeah. And it is about having that balance. Um, I th- I th- but when, when I that, think, just I think on it's my balance. point of just there's just so many points point, we all want to make. Just on my point <laughs> of, um, I wanted to make was <laughs> with regards to, um, you know, that the most women. downloaded, the most right. downloaded <laughs> have been have been uh, white men. Yeah, but then if you talk about NLP, neuro-linguistic programming and where your fan base is going to come from, Mm -hmm. you being a white man means that you will slip straight under the radar of white dudes and go, oh, right, maybe because of conditional programming, that would be something I want to listen to. It's
0: one of the things... Despite
2: you not being a misogynist or or having a... It's
0: it's one of the reasons I've actively felt it's necessary to seek out more of a female guest because of that, because I know there's going to be some, some subconscious... Programming that yeah. says because I don't have a booker or a programmer or anyone else who organises yeah. this for me, as a white male of in my mid thirties, the bulk of my social circle is going to be white males in my mid thirties. Mm. You know that's why yeah. the bulk of my guests are white males from say twenty five to forty five. That's, that's kind of the, the 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 range of and there has been variation, but that's it. But uh, uh, what you were saying there on um, m- my thought is on feminism, the same as um, issues with a black culture in America. Yeah. I think black people in that situation are the most qualified to speak on that. Mm -hmm. I think they're not the only people who can solve it. Obviously Mm. it needs white people involved in in, in the solution. Same with feminism needs men involved in the solution, but I feel it's women that maybe need to lead that discussion and, and Mm. and help us out. And, and, And me and, and Laurie Penny talk about this, that you have to have that openness to the fact it will take, take even just men a longer time to get on the right page on feminism than it will women, because we're outside looking in. That's the same in any group. I completely, if, you're, uh, yeah. if you're developing, and, and it's all stuff that's developing quickly, and Jordan uh, uh, Grace speaks on this in trans culture, it's developing quickly within the community. So Jordan will have certain yeah. terms that she feels acceptable, yeah. and won't know other terms that are or aren't acceptable. It's this developing thing, so it's going to be even longer for those outside of it to to say that. But I wanted to mention as well, I'm helping at the moment uh, Rebecca Crow, who is, is 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 with the wonderful Jimmy Havoc, who's yeah, going to yeah. come on the podcast at some yeah. point. I want him on the drunk cast. He's great on Tuesday Night Jaw. He a... did an episode with Jim. Um, just his life's just fascinating. The, the the death matches he's done and stuff like that. I recommend uh, uh, you listen to that one we, and then we'll have we, him on a drugcast. cast. We drug had something cast, with no? him not that long ago yeah.
2: before one of the progress fights. She's it was me, dude, me you,
0: it. Ed, my boyfriend, and uh,
2: Jimmy. And um, it yeah, was wicked, man. It was just hanging out with him and having a good
0: but brief anyway, chat, But anyway, yeah. again, it's biased there that I've spoken about a girl and instantly said, oh, she's the partner of is yeah, <laughs> stupid, which, yeah. Jim, which, which is what bias. Bridget Christie gets all the time. Like hmm. Bridget Christie always gets, oh, hmm. she's St- Stuart Lee's wife. So not relevant so yeah again just but that, that's the context of, of somebody who's coming on the podcast but i'm helping rebecca crow set up her podcast because she wants to do a podcast um that's kind of a feminist thing or a voice for all girls because she's an alternative model yeah and again there's different areas of, of feminism i think there's areas of feminism who feel that the over sexualization of the female gender is uh, put forward by the male dominated uh, industries and so on and so forth but there's a lot of women i know who are in that industry like
1: nah, no i don't want to it's it. empowering
0: mm. we, this is what i do i'm proud of myself i'm proud of what i'm doing there, and, there, there are huge schisms yeah. in feminism
2: and i think again that's but that's a, why
0: i think it's exciting to yeah, have yeah. have rebecca crow yeah. discussing it and talking on it because mm. no matter how well intended you and i mm. are mm. we could put our foot in our mouth and Quite rightfully, we could yeah. be wrong yeah. and be called out on it. No, and but whereas I mean, that, if you are a woman in that industry, it's kind of easier to have those debates and not dudes, feel. But dudes, oh, dudes need to talk about it. I'm oh, and, and get and it I, wrong. and, and I, I hope that she has, whim, has, has women and men on there. Yeah, for sure, to, to discuss it. But yeah, I always feel it's tough to discuss issues of race or issues of sexuality as a closed group. Three white men mm. are sitting discussing It's it tough. Well, it, some means, men and it means some you women, could be wrong it some, could be... some white men and some, some 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 men of different races is in my mind is a far more um uh, productive it, it is but it's not always it it's
2: not always possible because we haven't sure, all we completely. haven't all been integrated um so you might not have that immediately in your social group yeah, it is more completely. productive to do that but it doesn't mean to say conversation won't will always no, be no 100 percent. it should happen anyway there's there should be these conversations. One, one, one thing I found really interesting on the subject of feminism uh, and, and a good one to watch. Have you watched the Red Pill? No. So the Red Pill, um, and it's something that a lot of you know, a lot of memes and Reddit and a lot of four chan people talk about being red pilled and whatnot, which is an antithesis for for feminism. It was a documentary written by a feminist yep. who had written, who'd done a lot of other really credible, uh, award winning documentaries. And she wanted to do one about feminism. Mm-hmm. She very soon came onto to the men's rights uh, activists and didn't like them mm-hmm. um, because uh, she felt that what they were saying was to suppress women's rights. Mm-hmm. And through her investigations, she started understanding really where men's rights activists, activists come from. Yep. Um, and her conclusions on that and the effects of feminism and, and breaking down feminism from sort of like the fifties and forties to what feminism is now. And yeah. it's fucking fascinating because it's written and done by a woman who spent, I think it was a year interviewing everyone across the board about yeah. it from a, and she, she is a feminist or she mm-hmm. might not be now. You need to look into it, yeah. but it's really interesting because I, I, I think about it a year and a half ago, two years ago, I come to the conclusion I wasn't strictly a feminist per se. I, I think when I was younger. Did you hate
0: women, didn't you? I
2: hate fucking. I hate the <laughs> pose. Um, but I think for years I've, I, I, I felt I identified as one because yep. I was surrounded by so many um, women who were awesome and taught me so much about women yep. and, how, and how my perspective was so male dominated. When yep. we look at, you know, even when we talk about a lot of the, the, the faux pas that Craig has done and his behaviour, yep. there is that, that, that. A lot of that is ignorant. And, yeah. uh, and 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 boisterous, and sexy, um, and very sexy, very sexy. Um, surprisingly sexy. Um, but yeah, they they've helped me grow. Mm. But I, I think about a year, two years ago now, I started seeing loads of stuff, and it's like putting me off of identifying strictly as a feminist per se.
0: Again, it's just it's it's just as said the Jordan Gray episode that I had was fantastic because I was asking her all these questions about trans culture, and chat's almost as, sit me down and stop me and go, you know I can only answer for myself. Yeah, I can't yeah. speak for all trans people. Yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah. similar thing, and it's going to be different levels and variations. I did a post about Pride, um, because I did a post, because you went to London Pride, and I missed I it. And I did a post just of a list of Pride mm-hmm. events around the country, because a friend of mine had kind of talked about the fact that a London Pride in particular has a lot of support from straight people. And that's wicked. There was it's loads lovely. of gays yeah. there, though. Yeah, there's loads of gays there. Oh. There oh. was loads. How, how many? They <laughs> like,
2: didn't outnumber
1: the straights, did they? But, I reckon... Yeah, hundreds. Hundreds. Oh.
0: But, um, but 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 their point was, London is quite a liberal city. Mm. That's. Um, I'd like to touch on it. It's why I did this post saying, look, here's different ones around the country, maybe in cities where it's even harder to be... I was going to say it's, it's harder to be gay, but again, even if you're in a liberal... Say, and it's what someone argues and someone said to me when's and again this is such a sentence but w- a, a when's heterosexual pride day and I kind of I've, it wasn't this person wasn't a meathead or rude they were trying to be articulate but they were just a bit a bit misguided in my opinion and and my point was look I do believe that sexuality shouldn't even be being discussed it should just be yeah but it has to thing. it, has, it to. has to at this stage still because they're every gay person I know at let's say at least a once a month, I'd probably up it to once a week, has some kind of interaction with p- prejudice against that. But, well, this is what I- <laughs> Whether it be someone actively attacking them, online or in person, or someone just tutting or giving them a look or whatever else, it's something that constantly makes them feel uncomfortable. So pride is needed. But my point was, if, if you're particularly as, again... A white, straight male, mm-hmm. or white, straight female, f- anyway, which is potentially an easier or less persecuted uh, situation. If you want to go and support, if you can, try going and supporting the Pride events in places that it's maybe even more challenging to be. Yeah, I guess so. so I, be, I, I... Again, that's not to say don't go to London. That's an amazing event, and it looks it looks perfect. But, yeah, it's something that's, that's, that that, that struck me, that there are still a lot of sm- smaller towns or more out-there towns that it's really... Fucking tough. Well, and the this, Pride parades well, are small and sometimes get in some, some
1: dirty looks as you work com- through completely. them. Completely. So so I went to Pride and I, I, I took the kids to Pride and I, I wanted to... Which I mean, I want to just say quickly,
0: I think is fantastic and positive and what more, more people should, should be doing. Yeah. The fact you took your girls along and were like, yeah. this is, everything's okay. Yeah, Every, everything uh, is positive. And, I and think
2: and it's a mistake. <laughs> I think you're going to turn them into lesbians.
0: <laughs> Craig, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, again, I thought that was no, great. It I was. It, that was, was that, it was amazing. It, so, was, it was so cool. And it shouldn't. It's, again, it's sad because that shouldn't be a big deal. No,
2: it's not, a, not a big no, deal. No, and no, it's not. But it
0: is still something I look at and go, yeah. "That's
2: good." It shouldn't be. It should just be. I thought it was lovely seeing the photos of you. Sorry, we will let you speak. Stu. but it was really cool, man. See you and the girls having such a laugh was just like it was a nice cracking
1: and. And and I tell you what, it was, it was very strange because on the way up there, it was on a train, and and it was like, this is, this is going to be a great day. And I and I was talking to my eldest, and I was sort of saying like, um, you know, do you? Do, one one of her friends, um, he's that that they seem to think that he he's gay, mm-hmm. and uh, and I said, like, so how, how has that impacted on 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 you know your year, your friends? Yeah. Like, how does that, how do you, you know, is it, is it a big issue to anyone? Like, yeah. does, does he get, does he get any grief because of it? And, and it was so nice to just hear, I just go, no, don't, no one really cares. And I just it's think wicked. if that generation Particularly in our area, like man, like, particularly well, in so this area. This, this was where I was going with it. So we've ended up, obviously we went up to, to London and, and we, and it, it was amazing. And, and uh, I, I will get back to coming back to Grey's because mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where I want to, how the day ended, obviously. Um, but um, there, there was there were certain moments at, at Pride where crowds singing at festivals makes me emotional. Yeah, right? totally. and it's something strange about like when you hear Crad sing songs, it really chucks me I Totally
2: agree,
0: mate. Hundred percent. Uh, Coldplay play
1: for me at Glasgow last like, year. Anything like that. glass rock I can be watching a band I don't even really yeah. like, but if I hear a crowd sing it, it makes me I, emotional.
0: I remember I was driving home once and I heard on Absolute a Bon Jovi gig, yeah, live, and I think Bon Jovi, are all right, I quite like him a bit, but it's not like I'm a massive fan. Yeah. But hearing certain songs and him just play the first call, yeah, and a whole stadium sing, yeah, I was w- 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 welling up. And I'm someone yeah. who performs and does yeah, that, but yeah, still, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. mate, yeah, dead or alive.
1: Yeah, just mm-hmm. the crowd singing, yeah.
0: "Oh mate, it got me." But yeah, go on.
1: And um, um, we we literally just heard this roar, and there was no um. That's Drew whiffing off the hardcore listening podcast. <laughs> <laughs> look at the size of his potato head. Like, <laughs> but um, like everyone cheered, and there was no kind of procession going past. At that point, and so you sort of looking everywhere to see what everyone's cheering about, and then there was this. Huge like barrage of balloons, mm. just saying fuck the DUP. Yeah, and like freaking. and
0: the I had a few people tweet me about that was saying that was the- fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And like it, it was, it was yeah, it was it was really good. People,
0: I, I I posted about this during the um the Manchester gig, and I tuned in into some of that, and it got me. Yeah. Like, and and I did a post to saying. You can be as snobby as you like about pop music, but when it comes to uniting people mate. in one emotional thing, there's n- Dude, n- nothing I, I, like I, I it. I forgot about that. I, I there watch, were so I, many yeah. things that were just so many bits. And when Noel Gallagher came out and yeah. Liam, mate, or Liam, sorry, sorry, Liam, I, I made a point of saying, because a few people were tweeting, it's, I, it's so sad that the Gallagher's couldn't just get over their issues for this. And I just tweeted saying, mate, we can't let the terrorists win. The hatred that the Gallagher's have is stronger than ISIS. (laughs) ISIS can't beat the Gallagher's hatred for each other. It's like we can't, can't it's what they want, yeah, it's what they fucking want, yeah. Lima said, Where's kid for that, yeah. uh, But the beauty of that was just amazing, and and numerous songs there. Just the cheesy uh, Miley Cyrus is singing some pop song with Ariando, Ariana. Great, I was like. I was welling out. It's oh not, mate, yeah. so was I. Right. It's not even a song I particularly Do you know, like and it's people. No, it's no it's they beautiful. say See, Don't Dream It's Over out, by yeah, House. Oh yeah yeah yeah, comes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking amazing Seeing
2: record. her come out and sing uh, because, you know, we're, we're, it doesn't matter about what your pop sensibilities are. Yeah, She was at an, uh, she was she had a concert where, what was it, 20 plus, plus people died yeah. in an explosion. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are whether you like their music. Wonder what the fuck? How did that make her fucking feel? No, like she could have gone unimaginable, unimaginable. and disappeared, yeah, for years after yeah. something like that. Instead, she went back and
0: performed in Manchester and, and bought some people and along. Brought motherfuckers amazing, out, man, yeah. and that's that cool. Is, and I like say that, that, p- will always, that will always get me. It's the singing along, but when it means something as well. And, yeah. and the best example I've had of that, and I was in pieces. I saw a Cindy Lauper. And mm. you know, I'm a big, big mm. Lorpa fan. I think she's. I was annoyed on your discussion of, of, of female vocalists on this on today's Hardcore oh, Listen yeah. that Lorpa didn't come up because <laughs> generally she's got her pop songs, but then the notes that she hits sometimes. But anyway, we yeah. won't go into that. But she. It didn't even cross my mind. But, but she did tr- True Colours. Yeah. And just her and a slide guitar y thing. Yeah. And it was in Brighton, which is obviously a massive gay yeah, yeah, capital yeah. of the UK. And the whole stadium. Just singing a lot. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen because it meant so much to everyone there. It was mm. like, yeah, I love that shit.
1: So, so we <laughs> finish at Pride and uh, and we, we we jump on the train to come home, and uh, and it's London, the is what half hour. Yep, and uh, and we're going through Dagenham, Purfleet, Rainham, and these are all probably not the most open-minded. They're not as yeah. progressive, are they? That that's a good word. Yeah. And uh that's and not probably, everyone from the, the closer you get
0: to Thurrock, which is where we live, yeah. the the stronger I mean, geographically on the map, the stronger the traditionally the UKIP hold. Yeah. yeah and yeah, previously yeah, yeah. BNP. Yeah. So yeah. again, just speaking, that's again, that's not saying it's everyone, but when you go for Grave Station, station that yard. is
1: Grave Riverside, and that yeah. was a BNP stronghold for years. Yeah, uh, and, and um, it's
0: one of the places that then Nigel Farage came to and visited yeah. on election day. Um, and yeah, and um, that just gives a bit of yeah. That's yeah. where we live,
1: <laughs> um, and I think it was after Nick Griffin appeared on Question Time, yep. and he got oh, roasted yeah, man, by well. everyone. He went to Grand Uncle find him, and the next day he was outside in the Grace Working Townsville. Men's Club yeah. in, in Graves Riverside, yeah, which is where that train station is that we got off, and um, I got off with the kids and, and my wife, and uh, and we'd parked sort of just just not too far from the station, but two young lads, probably eighteen, maybe nineteen, had rainbow flags that they'd kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied around their neck as capes. Yeah. And uh, and they'd, they'd kind of got off at Grave Station and was walking to cross the road to walk through Grave High Street. And I said to my missus, we can't go in the car yet. I said, I've got to follow them down that road because they to will. Kick th- them in. They, they will. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not having it in my hand. <laughs> no, but I just, but I just thought. It's, There's one thing in London. <laughs> yeah. It's another thing around my neck. You don't it. shit on your own doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought, I've got to go and keep an eye on them. Because yeah. the, the, the chances are. They're going to start kissing and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they will. They, the, 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 the bottom line is that they're probably going to get shit off of someone. Yeah. Like, someone's going to abuse them. Yeah. Someone's going like, to. Them- yeah, and, and that's what I said. I just thought it was so weird that. In just fifteen miles, you can walk around holding hands with the person you love, yeah, and be completely relaxed yeah. and be who you are.
0: And then a short train journey.
1: You have to not be who you are. Yeah. You can't embrace the 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 you, the you know the person you love. You can't yeah, you can't express yourself. And yeah, that, completely. That's, you're, that's in, you're, in a, up. you're
0: in a crowd of wonderful, accepting people. a yeah. Half hour train journey and some potato heads following you. but yeah no that's that's yeah it's weird isn't it yeah i mean let's speak for a little bit then on a club night that you uh were involved with uh, for a long time of 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 the fat surfer yes and i've got my history with the fat surfer yeah i've I've fallen out with some of the people there i i i i I love surfer steve i love jim I loved yep. the core of the people involved. Yeah, There were certain things that made me stop going there. As you know, as we've discussed before, there was an article where it was miswritten that I was hating on the Fat Surfer. I wasn't. But I'd stopped going to the Fat Surfer
1: because I got turned down because I had a that, suit on. So the Fat Surfer was... Um, a, it was an alternative club. In, w- within Grey's Working Men's Club.
0: But that's what uh, I want to highlight as how important that
1: club was because... It was a game of two hours, Despite my
0: personal experiences with some but I said I got turned away um and if you listen to the podcast you've heard me heard me talk about our mutual friend Jay. Um after his funeral I went there in my suit and to be honest I wanted to be away from people who knew Jay. And we'd and we had a beautiful day. It was yeah, a beautiful funeral done. but it was emotional.
1: Because he's your friend that, that, yeah, took, that, his that mm-hmm. took his own life. That took his own life,
0: yeah. And I was like right, I knew all my mates from H and V and that were at the Fat Surfer that night and I was like, I just want to go there and Not think about it. Do you know what I mean? It was beautiful, it was experience, but it was fucking draining and painful and exhausting. So I went straight there and I was in a suit and they wouldn't let me in because I was dressed too smart. And that, the reason I, as you will know as well, the reason I never came with you guys to Jumping Jacks or any of these other places was I ain't going to put shoes on to get into a club. Mm. I'm going to go to a club however I want. So the fact that the clubs I go to, I go to because you don't have a dress code. I
1: was getting turned away. I was like, mate, that's such a. Well, that's, a that's really weird you say that, right? Because. Should have come uh, with me to jump in jacks that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, what's wrong? With- <laughs> but anyway, any,
0: anyway, that aside, that's not what I want to talk about at all. And I don't want to say anything n- negative because that was the security. That's not the yeah. Fat Surfer. A club like the Fat Surfer, particularly in Grey's Workmen's Club, which was owned. Or the meetings for Ukip and the BNP were in the bill, well, in, in the hall above. Yeah, and it was a lot of rough people in that club, except on the Fat Surfer night, and there will be some. But that was a place of acceptance because it was an alternative night, so you could go there and be whatever the fuck you are. And you speak of it being uncomfortable, a, a walking through greys as as a gay person. I'm I, at that time as well, a walking through greys as a goth. We're well, going to expect let, abuse. Uh, a walking I, I, through gays...
1: and that's what it's important to point out at this point that that club is no more because a young lad did walk out of there, who was an alternative music lover and yeah. expressed that in his the way he looked and and, and, and and you know how he carried himself, and he he's paralysed and was beaten within an inch of in his um, inch of his life. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so that that club at that point like, you know, that was pretty surrenders. much the end of it.
0: Yeah, and again, it's a shame because as said. Is closing a club like that the, the right reaction?
1: Because the it,
0: people, because the club isn't at the wrong there. Well, no,
1: it, it wasn't closing I mean, the club. We, we, we obviously tried to carry it on. Yeah. But, it, you know, bear in mind it was predominantly because um, we had a 16-plus um, licence there. Yeah. So we could let people in that were 16-plus, but they, they had to present ID mm. at the bar, etc. But if mm-hmm. your 16-year-old yeah. daughter or son wants to go to... Grey's Working Men's Club, where a guy has been attacked and viciously, you know, yeah, beaten. Mauled, like, yeah. What parent's going to let their no. children go anywhere near yeah, there? Even yeah. if I was, eight, you know, my daughter was 18 and she was, I'm going, no, you're not. You know? And- yeah, again, to, to reiterate
0: what we're highlighting here, though, is the power and importance of clubs like that and the alternative clubs. Yeah, of in, course. In, particularly in towns like Grey's or in Essex in general, yeah, to give people who aren't the norm as such a place to go a safe place to enjoy yourself if you're if you're homosexual if you're goth if you're metal if you're you're whatever if you're just a bit different yeah the, the beauty of places i like that to go and i guess it's changed a bit n- n- now we've got the internet and you can have that greater interaction with people of the same thinking but no, particularly not, in our love- time particularly in our time having people who are into the same music as you.
1: You nailed it. You nailed it on the Pink Toothbrush documentary when you said that um, (laughs) you got all poignant. And I thought, why has he not said something stupid? Because (laughs) it's about, it's something that I'm involved in. And you laced it so well. You went like, you know, because whatever college or school you went to, there was always a couple of guys that were into alternative music. And at the Toothbrush, you know, there was all of them people come together, which was good. Because what if the two guys are in alternative music at your college with dickheads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You,
0: you don't want to be stuck hanging out with only those two guys. So it's great to meet that that variation. <laughs> just, yeah, just talk I think that's important. talking about- and that's. I mean, that's a good point. I know we... And you talk about it a bit on, on, on Hardcore Listing. I mean, I do think somehow Hardcore Listing is sponsored by V Festival because it comes up every fucking episode. <laughs> And It's not even that you're saying it's good, but every other episode, you're like, "Yeah, V Festival used to be good."
1: Well, I just think because of where it is, obviously, it's not far from here, and it was, yeah. and it was, it's the one festival I told
0: my agent I never wanted to play. Yeah, and we and we and we said that outright, and it was because, and again, this is going off off track, but to counter what Chris said on the podcast, and again, it's weird, it's weird listening to the hardcore listing because it's people I know having conversations about. St- Stuff I would normally be having conversations with yeah. them with and I can't chip in. Yeah. But the thing with cuz cuz Chris uh, you'd said that V 97 or whatever mm. was good. Yeah. And then it turned shit. Yeah, around I don't know a couple of years after it was gone. And my feeling cuz I remember the first time I went to V and I thought I enjoyed it. It was it was V97. Mm. I was there the same year as you, as, as you guys I met up with you guys briefly at some point I think. But I thought at that time oh this is a plastic festival, Right. because right. at that point I'd already been to Glastonbury and Reading. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. So I think, and it was interesting because because Ollie from um, a day for guitar, pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was saying the same thing. Yet he went to one five years later. So I think it is the fact it's more people from Essex their first festival is very, yeah, 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 yeah. Then they go, a a festival. they go off to real festivals. It's they go after real festivals. Then they come yeah. back and go. Oh, this is shit. No, no. I, t-
2: I tell you why that's different is because I, I understand no. what you're saying, but it the, the festival did change it,
0: it, as well. Like you're right in
2: a sense. But that... but,
0: but again, my point on that as, as as well is I don't think I disagree that the festival changed. I don't. I think no. I think it did change. No, did. no. Wait, 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 wait. I think the pop charts changed. Not when, when when we were going indie and rock was owning the pop charts. So it was all good stuff. Then they suddenly, as as you said in the podcast, they started having a lot of these pop acts. It's like, No, they always had pop acts. It's just when we were going, the music that we were into was doing good in the charts because of Oasis, because of Blur, because of this. Whereas five years down the line, when that's dropped out of the charts, they're having the Saturdays and shit like that. It's like, it's because they're in the charts. That was always the case. Mm. So it changed m- musically, but as a reflection of what is currently Popular in the charts. Yeah, but but even in 97, like,
1: the Spice Girls were probably the biggest band in the world, but they weren't weren't playing V were they? And and
2: the thing is, there's a degree of truth in in that, but if the music changes, then it does affect the fact that that the clientele changes and it does become a different atmosphere. So that it is a different festival. Like, it is. It, 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 it like you because, have, you, because, you, because you people would like have, us
1: would have stopped going yeah, yeah, because of the lineup. And it's relative yeah.
2: to you because you went to Glasgow and Reading. And when I did go on to Reading and Glasgow, I was like, "Oh fucking hell, my god, yeah. that is really it." But isolated, V and you are right. Music policy had changed, um, and, but and maybe that was it. But that then cha- that did have like, an effect. I think it, that
0: changed, experience. it changed with the charts rather than any. Again, it's cu- it's almost defending V, which I said it's my. It least has no integrity. Festival. It has yeah. no integrity. When it featured uh, the Pan note. Seven, it was my favorite experience. Was watching the Prodigy, and it was amazing. But Firestarter was number one in the pop charts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it, and 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 it was all that. That's why that was there. So it, I don't feel it. It sold its soul as such. I just think there was a, 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 a we or not not we all, but we maybe gave it more soul. Than it actually ever had. Oh, I don't I mean fixed, so, we assumed yeah, it had this. Yeah, the,
1: way, wasn't the, it. the year that the Strokes and the Pixies headlined, they, they weren't top of the charts, like well, the, you know, well, the Strokes were not. Not at that point, they weren't. That, yeah. that was like maybe third album, like, right. like they, and, and I think like, yeah, I, I, I think they just realised that maybe alternative music wasn't as big, yeah, yeah, um, commercially, and so they just thought, right, we're in the middle of Essex. And lots of people like bad music, Randy. Let's mm. let's just put a bit more of that on, and, and, it's a weird and keep it busy. Cr-
0: crossover as as well, though, because I remember when Blur and Oasis became the biggest thing, and it was a weird mix. Because I remember them being booked at Reading, and suddenly I went to Reading, and it f- it felt like V. Because because whilst they're alternative bands, they had a similar audience to what the rowdy or the the less alternative music-based crowds that that Via tracks have. And Mm -hmm. I remember seeing, for the first time, I'd seen fights kicking off at Reading and stuff like that, which I hadn't seen before. In general, it was a festival. Everyone's there just having fun. I think I've said it
1: before that... um, I don't know if I've said it on on, on the drunk cast, but I think when... That the Blur and Oasis thing, as much as it was one of the most exciting times you could ever DJ in an alternative club, right, yeah. signaled the end of, mm. and I put inverted commas indie music and yeah. indie scene. You know, it it, it it pretty much to me introduced that music to football terraces. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, and it was just the fact that <laughs> I've always said like uh, bef- before Excuse that, me. you know, you had big movements like. Um, let's let's say for instance like grunge mm-hmm. you know and nirvana and were huge but your average kind of person that i don't know how to describe them would still you know yeah he's scruffy though and he like mm-hmm. he needs a wash and uh but then all of a sudden when you've got liam and Noel walking out wearing you know arrington's and and you know stone island or whatever they were wearing mm. and you know gazelles and, and having sharp haircuts talking about football fighting yeah. and fucking and and stuff like that then all of a sudden geezers like them and i mean it's
0: history repeating itself right because the mod movement was was very much looked upon by the punk and alternative scenes at the time of the commercialization yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of of the alternative and i now look <laughs> at the who and the jam and all of these as legendary and amazing but yeah. i can see at the time the jam after the, the the jam started off very much in the punk scene with the Clash and with the pistols, and then where this clean seemed like this cleaner version so again I, I guess it's a it's a repeat of that right It suddenly got taken on on by the pop charts, regardless of the credibility of the music because again i'm not even the biggest oasis fan, but they've written some fucking tunes yeah I've written some amazing albums, but I completely agree. I got to the point where I was like Fuck this stuff. Well The what, Streets are another example. Yeah. I think yeah. The Streets are a great example. I, n- I never stopped liking The Streets' music, but I started to stop liking who they appeal to. Well, it's really weird, because
1: Blur, as much as they're nowhere near one of my favourite bands, yeah. are probably the band I've seen the most. I've, yeah. I've seen them a lot. Um, and I've seen them in pubs and tiny little gigs. And I then saw them when The Great Escape come out. Mm-hmm. When Country Ass and, and, yeah, and, and yeah, all yeah, of that, yeah. Charmless Man and And I went to Wembley Arena to see him. And I think I was probably the tallest person there. And I remember walking in and just thinking it's just fourteen year old girls. And it was like sweet. Like, yeah. No, but it was like they were like screaming, like it just was. Just to clarify, Stu
0: was younger then.
1: <laughs> no, but I was probably I was probably like maybe 20 21, yeah. and and he's still frowned upon. And uh, it's no, not but illegal, you, but he's frowned upon. <laughs> it <by laughs> it was a, no, it is space. illegal. Just, just to clarify, just to right. clarify, Chris, and
0: to everyone listening, it's definitely illegal. <laughs> Any twenty-one-year-olds listening, don't no go bad. near fourteen-year-olds. But, but at that
1: point, I'd like to differ. Blur had become a, a proper pop band, you Completely. know. Like
0: I uh, was, uh, I was on the Blur side of things. I loved yeah. Blur. I thought they were fucking awesome. And that was, again, it was crazy how that went because I was listening to Rancid and Operation yeah. Ivy yeah. And, yeah. and all that kind of thing. And then that first Oasis album came out, and the first couple of Blur albums. Yeah. And you kind of got tricked into what ended up being a big pop band. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, this is. It's got that same attitude. Yeah. It's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. same feeling. It's like, oh, hang on, I'm listening to. The, the the pop charts now, yeah,
1: yeah, I love it, but uh, it's never been the same. Whose phone time. is that? It's, it's, not it's me, mine, like... I'm really sorry. It's, yeah, fucking it's normally Chris, I know, I know, and I, I actually mouthed off about you doing that, yeah, uh, before uh, we got going. He was like, How long is it going to be before Chris's phone goes
0: off? Because <laughs> it does go off in most episodes, it does, even yesterday, um, unbelievable. St- st- Stone Cold Steve Austin has a role on his podcast and I'm going to mention this Who now because Cold of the drunk cast Austin? he's a wrestler oh, Okay, he's got a, a genuinely good podcast though. he he's came hilarious. back last year he took out all he the- didn't <laughs> Chris Chris was around mine one time ago you've seen St- Stone Cold's come back and I follow wrestling I'm, I'm not ashamed of it but I yeah. follow it big time It's like mm. you've seen St- Stone Cold's come back it's like he oh, yeah, hasn't, Chris. And Chris was like, yep, yeah, and showed me a video that someone had posted on Facebook. And it's a video from literally 1998.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Chris has just seen it and
2: gone,
0: oh, Stone Cold's back.
2: <laughs> I was getting, I don't even follow wrestling that much. I was getting pumped up, thinking he'd just come back. Anyway, anyway, he's
0: got a, a, a really good podcast and he's one of the people responsible for podcasts being as big as, as they are. Genuinely, along with J- uh, Joe Rogan and that, he started a podcast because yep. he was kind of depressed because he'd stopped his wrestling career didn't know what to do. And Stone Cold arguably is the biggest wrestler ever. Yeah, he ended up selling more merch than Hulk Hogan, than all of these. Anyway, he's got a rule in his podcast: if his phone goes off during the podcast, he owes a, 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 anyone who's listening a drink. So if they ever bump into him, he it, ain't the brightest say, button on the shirt. Because it? it's, it's not, not like that he's all that wrestling's. It's not he's like he's just him. he's just hanging out all the time. It's hard to bump <laughs> into Stone Cold. But yeah. he, he says that's happened. If you're listening, if you, you see me about, oh, that's drink. really cool. All right, so yeah, let's tell you that to Chris, particularly as there's a hardcore listening live on August 10th yep. uh, um, <laughs> at Hoxton Barn Kitchen. So, yep. if you're a regular hardcore listening uh, listener and you go along to that, you might be owed a drink by Chris or Craig or Craig. You can all fuck off. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. He he put that forward. I didn't go, hey, guys. Let's start to wrap up episode one. I, I make, wee-wee really bad. I'm letting these, these run long because um,
1: we're not we're, that drunk, here we've are we? have got a lot to
0: talk about. Um, but let's let's do a couple of questions. I'm going to go off Instagram All f- right. go on, f- 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 first. I haven't looked at them. Um, Lara Regini has asked of any festival highlights. Great. We um, will talk about that. But right. we've just talked about festivals alone. Yeah, so yeah but, that's kind but, of, but
2: well, you wanted kind to talk of, about Glass and there's some There's some stuff. I um think we've been talking about it
0: Someone's already asking what the summer edition of A Scroobius is. Now, the summer edition of A Scroobius, the, uh, everyone knows. I'd, explanation for those everyone
1: listening. Everyone doesn't.
0: Shh, explanation for those listening. We did a Facebook Live quick chat before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned there's going to be a summer edition. Now, on the drunk cast, the Scroobius was invented. It's a gin and Pepsi Max Um it became became the most popular new drink of 2016 um um, so that's that's a scrubius but tonight i'm going to have my first summer scrubius and it's a gin and sparkling elderflower it's just a little bit of a difference it's a little bit anyway it's
2: a massive he's done a 180 there mate Shoot, sure. just in case you're not in, in case you haven't noticed what he's done is taken something that's just full of artificial flavorings and, and is really bad and tried to level it off to what what is more classically known as a a, a reasonable thing to mix gin
0: with so he's rebranding this as this anyway brilliant new we've got idea. A, a question <laughs> um hipster uh, what's your number one late night post-town movie to put on while you're attempting to eat your takeaway great question it's a good question isn't it Mm. I used to really enjoy me and and Stu Turl had this for a long time I used to be on TV all the time but The Faculty
2: Mm. yes that one I would put that I would hundred percent. It's a great one, isn't it? It's not a good
0: film in any way, really. Oh, no, no, but no, it's no, just agree. a solid little.
2: I, I think it was a good sort of reimagination, re- reimagining of the sort of uh, invasion of body snatchers. Yeah, I think it's dope. I really like that movie. Yeah. but it Street, is like it's not meant to be. Have you got a taxing. film that
0: you just put on? <laughs> I
2: can tell you. Can I answer? Don't say straight, straight to the, to the a. A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. Tune no, into sh- Hardcore no. List no. Brett Goldstein edition <laughs> to, to find out the story. Yeah, right, yeah.
2: Right? Shame. You'll put that on for a light-hearted little journey before bedtime, won't you? If if, if I, if Mate, I want...
0: I'm with you on that. I love shame. Thanks, man. And weirdly, this is an odd one because she came up in your podcast and comes up in these lots. I went to see that with Natasha Fox. Yeah. And now we're not are romantically engaged and she's got a lovely boyfriend or, or fiance in fact yep. and all this. But I was like, and we go and see films every now and then because there's some good films. And that was one that we went to and within a minute there's...
1: He's massive knob.
0: glorious penis just flapping about oh, on screen. Tremendous. Um, yeah, but I think it's an amazing film. I think, I think it's, I really enjoyed it because I think it's heavily influenced. I think Drive and Shame are both heavily influenced by... A Buffalo Sixty Six, definitely, which is my favourite f- film my favourite. or one of my favourites, and it's one of the ones I screened at the at the Prince Charles Cinema when I was doing yeah. my film night there. And what the reason I think Shame is influenced by that is the beautiful scene where what's the girl's name? Oh
1: God. She's Wonderful it sings beautifully I as
0: well. Have seen Shame? It's amazing. But yeah, that's the scene I'm speaking of. They allowed her to just get up and sing, and they just sit in silence yeah. and watch it. And it it it's it's one of the highlights of the film. It's yeah. beautiful. It's just allowing... And also, oh, when he goes out for a run, and they just allow that to play out yeah. for ages. It's beautiful. But that reminded me of Buffalo 66, when his dad sings in the yeah, basement, yeah, 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 and you yeah. just allow it, and it's this yep. dream sequence. Equally, when a Christina Rich at the bowling alley just starts dancing, and they just let that play out yep. beautifully. So, yeah. Um,
1: that wouldn't anyway. be my film, though. No. Uh, it would have been Love, Honour, and Bay. Good choice.
0: Oh, Good choice. Right. You the talked about that movie. on Hardcore Listen, and genuinely... I can't remember it. I own it on video, or I owned yeah. it on video. I can't remember anything about it. And you guys were talking about re- it again into detail. Re-watch. I need For to sure. rewatch it soon. Yeah. Um I am Cole ha- asks how do you pronounce a uh, pronounced quinoa? <laughs> how do you pronounce quinoa? What's quinoa? It's quinoa, and I've just answered how you pronounce it, you fucking idiots. People use quinoa. Probably, yeah, you've probably oh, looked here and stuff. it says
2: quinoa. No, I've yeah. had that. I've
1: had that. It's quinoa. Oh, show off.
0: Thank you. It's called quinoa. That's how you I mm. pronounce it yeah. um, sorry I'm just I'm, I've I've not pre-checked I would
2: names. also say another movie I'll go home and watch would be something like Conan Conan mm-hmm. or Predator yeah.
0: favourite film you've seen this year so far Train Chris Spotting. and we won't go into details of all Was the films because we'll because we'll, we'll get into that is a good shout that's the first film I saw in the cinema this year yeah um, I've got my list of films I've seen this year. Um, oh, have you got a favourite, Chris?
2: Oh, I'm going to say I really liked
0: Kickbox uh, of Vengeance. Uh, we
2: watched that the other night. You we watched that the other night, oh, no. so bad. He spoke
0: uh, about it. Ghost seen. in the Shell. I really enjoyed Ghost in the Shell. Mm. That's a good chat. I wouldn't have it as my favourite. I, I saw that just before I saw Guardians Two. I'd have that up All there right. as my favourites. Also. A uh, uh, Lady Macbeth, I really, really, really enjoyed. It's flawed, mm. but I think it's really worth a watch. It's a unique mm. film. Um, other than that, Logan and and Get Out. Oh, of course, Logan Logan yeah, would Logan win. Really...
2: Lo- Logan wins. But other ones would be Notes on Blindness, which we might talk about yep, later. We'll talk and, about uh, later. Yeah, because interestingly, Spider Man. I,
0: I, I really for that. And I auditioned in the slot after Angelos, who got it. All right, because weirdly we bumped into each other in the street and um, I I had a little catch up because the year I did my Edinburgh show I was on after him so we knew each other from there and it didn't occur to me that he was or I I didn't question it, I just bumped into him at the train station and then uh, when it came out that this film was happening and I saw who was the lead, I was like oh shit, that's why I bumped into him because we were literally both there auditioning but yeah, it's a weird one because it was the first audition, it was only my third or fourth audition and it was the first one i didn't i didn't want to get because of, of of lack of confidence i felt i wasn't ready for that really it was a lead role and and we'll go into it in more detail but i've not seen it yet but it's all lip-syncing so it's all original t- tapes of this guy who was going blind or had gone blind is it
2: it's he's he's, he's throughout the whole it's, it's from the, the beginning journey. from yeah
0: it's the whole journey and um yeah, I just I, I I was just getting comfortable with auditioning and going in for roles. And again, I'm I'm not someone that ever wants to to get anything off the back of my name. I want to develop my ability and and learn at a correct pace. Um, and yeah, I was up for that one, and I was like, I said to my agents, I was like, I'm not sure I want to go in for this. And they quite I rightfully said, look, it's all experience. Just go in and do it. And yeah, anyway. you, you smash out
2: Angelos. We, while we're talking yeah. about it, yeah,
0: it's, um,
2: it's a beautiful movie. It's really worth a watch. Uh,
0: and La La Land and Moonlight, I thought, well, were both fantastic Still and deserve all the praise. I really and want to watch them. battling over the over the Oscar and and, and and Lego Batman. But anyway, there's loads there. We'll go on to films. Well, we covered a lot of them ones actually on the last one, Raw. That we talked about. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Raw. So yeah, um, so that's f- 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 films of the year. I'm going to clear Instagram and then on part two, we'll look at the Facebook ones.
1: All oh, right, yeah,
0: sure. And that works. Yeah, genius. So, um. What time are you on now? How long we been? We're on an hour and 20, so it's oh, not yeah, too okay. bad. Um, bands that spend their whole set telling a crowd what to do, wake the fuck up, make a circle pit, jump, crouch down, then jump. Well, when we tell you. Are they worried the performers won't be enough to get the crowd rowdy, so they have to tell them what to do? Discuss. Um, I don't know. I think it's an interesting one. I don't mind a bit of. I'm, I'm I'm a rap fan so I don't mind a bit of put your hands I, in the air yeah and, totally I, and, and I, I like remember oh, yeah you know, it's within that. reason I think I can get was it, we it gonna, in we
2: gonna Redding, gonna Redding when Slipknot not, yeah yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. We're, we're just, I'll, just I'll on this subject years ago this is going back to like the Redding you know going back to when we were like 20 and Slipknot were playing somewhere and they got most of the crowd just to sit down on the floor yeah yeah, and that was fucking fun man I wasn't like, That's, you're not the boss of me. That's no, like I've, I've, I've done a bit of cool. it. Like the, bit that, bit. that sort of crowd control well, was kind of really. It was a, you when, know when you say about everyone singing along, there's that degree of you, you, unity that, that comes with that. That, yeah. that is a, is a really depends. cool thing.
0: Uh, Frank Carter does a good thing of getting everyone to crouch for a certain bit and then all jump up at yeah. the, a particular point. And a few bands do that. Like, I, I know when we were touring Destruction Pieces, after our first few gigs, Circle Pits started during Let Them Come. After that, I wanted them at every gig. And again, a lot of people... I went to punk gigs as a kid, so I know about Circle Bits. A lot of people who are coming to a spoken word rap guy aren't going to know about that. So I'd instigate that a bit, and that was that was good fun. Um, so, so yeah, I'm kind of all right with that. Uh, let me have a look. What superpower would you give each other, and Why? Mm, that's a really I mean, this good is a one. good one. I, I know what I'd give, Stu and we've not talked about it. But this is the first drunk cast since you found out that you're disabled.
1: <laughs> yes, we both so, have.
0: So, welcome to the gang uh, of speech yeah. impediment. We both have speech, speech impediment
2: <laughs> podcast. Yeah, boy.
0: <laughs> 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 so I would give Stu the ability to fucking talk properly. Yeah, um, yeah. back right back at you. <laughs> and I tell you, what, <laughs> thank you, bye, Chris. <laughs> 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 so,
2: I'd, so give you, give Chris, I'd give you the ability to be slightly deafer, so when I scream, when I'm just talking it Chris is impossibly loud and,
0: and yeah. we'll get into him staying with me for three days recently but there were regular times when I did just say we don't need to shout mate because <laughs> <laughs> we were literally talking from the kitchen yep. then it got to a subject he was excited about and he started shouting at me from the kitchen I just <laughs> go, yep. it's alright mate, we don't we don't need to shout yep. We only two of us uh, my mate Ben always used to be like that it's like, It's there's no need for shouting at the moment mate um, I I I got annoyed. This isn't isn't related to either of these, but it's, it reminded me because I of won of the last ones. On your hardcore listing, there was a fan uh, questions one, and you were talking about best track one album one. Mm. Yep. Uh, I was annoyed at Bring the Noise by Public Enemy. Fair play. Just amazing. Too black, Too strong. Just just yep. just amazing. Yep. And I I planned this rant I'm gonna have now. Since that episode, which was a good month or two ago, fucking hell. And then man. this is
2: well, no, to this the world is what's annoying. No, it's no, welcome behind that's the curtain what, of life.
0: And then this morning, I listened to your new podcast, and you have a section where you're really nice about my music and say complimentary things. Weird. So I can't. <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to argue was where the fuck
1: was intradiction? Yeah we don't can't you though no but no. come
0: on that was written as an opening track it says this is the intro to distraction piece it's like it's, oh, it's, it's the ultimate sometimes I make track dinner, one. I make dinner for people and they don't like it that
2: much right? <laughs> I, I made dinner for them intentionally you might have written it as an opening track doesn't mean to say I've got to rate it
0: that is honestly I never expect to be brought up and that's the one time I was listening oh go on just mention introduction <laughs> what,
3: what
2: <laughs> like,
0: a painful cunt, cunt. You, you know I'm never arrogant about my music You're you're not bang on about not, it at not, all but not. that was
1: the one time I was thinking Intradiction's a fucking good opener <laughs> i <I'll> never bang <laughs> on about it but I've spent the last month fucking thinking
0: about it <laughs> <laughs> I was all excited and then you said lovely things and just to tell you a point when you messaged me about Intradiction being good I replied politely and gratefully because I remember you and Stu tell both uh, uh, messaged me. it's, a, it's a weird one uh, when you make music because in the first album or whatever or demos as you mentioned I'm sending them to you I'm sending to people after that I don't hit any of my friends up about any of my music yeah. or about any of my podcasts because it's that thing of, it, again, I'm, that's not hating on, on anyone that does, but it's like, it's saying, oh, or I know I'm going to be doing this forever. So me saying, oh, can you listen to my music? And you saying, yeah, I'm like, but like forever? <laughs> like, can you give mm-hmm. me feedback? Yeah. Have you got time forever to give me feedback on my music? That's a, that's a big ask of friends. It's why I don't, mm-hmm. I don't to do that and that was my first proper solo record Yeah, and I remember you and Stu Tell who we've chatted and kept in touch and whatever but Stu Tell hasn't is I know he listens to it and he likes it and he's excited or whatever but it's not like like we messed all the time <sighs> going oh this song's great or that and that was the one track I remember getting a message off you and I remember a message off Stu Tell going fucking hell hmm. that new single so hmm. yeah it was lovely I remember responding in a, a positive way rather really? than fuck off mate yeah, it's not like your nick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
2: I anyway. Threw, I remember listening to it and I remember getting out of the car and then leaving you a voicemail and yeah. um, never replied to it. I Actually, I think you did. Well, I, can't I remember probably what you did. said.
0: Probably just said something but, like, yeah. you left my fridge open or the, something. The, <laughs> that was a weird one because that track we kind of, it was a really quick turnover on things because the video, because I was going to, cut my beard off yeah we recorded it on august 1st and released it on august 3rd so it was that quicker kind of here's the video here's it done it's out and it's the first time i've ever done any music without sending it out first and the and the traditional way as, as you will know as a club a club promoter of people uh, uh, sending out tracks two three months advance yeah, 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 coming yeah, out yeah, and all that yeah, it's the first time i didn't do any of that just yeah. literally it was like you're going to hear it on August 3rd no and it campaign, and then right, it just yeah. it just blew up do you know what
2: right you know my major criticism of that is you kept going on about you kept saying to me oh I'm going to cut my beard off I'm going to cut my beard off in the <laughs> I video I didn't cut it off
0: enough right you fucking you, you I had one take mate and no and no mirror I did my best but inspired yeah, no, you ter- you fucking terrible. dickhead he terrible. shaved a
1: bit of his beard off put it in a bag and sold it you shaved your fucking pubes off put them in a bag and gave them to me for Christmas
0: <laughs> inspiration my
2: friend. <laughs> I was I sending was I was sending him questions on eBay from an unknown account oh, asking yeah. about his pubes I was going have you got any pubes in there and you, you were just typically you just sort yeah. of like handling, very it, very, handling the weird
0: questions I was sending you very well I'm a polite gentleman um, I'm going to wrap the, the, uh, this episode up by announcing something that I've not announced yet and I oh, know is it a spoiler if I announce it
2: have you got testicular cancer
1: <sighs> it was pride on Saturday
0: um actually i'm not going to announce it. i've said it now haven't i go on you know you know it just came to mind because i released intradiction on august 3rd and that was the start of me releasing things on my birthday and often i'll do like the last two years i've done a live podcast on my birthday couldn't do that that this year because you pricks uh, booked your live podcast a week after my birthday so selfish cheers for that guys but um, i've decided my birthday gift to everyone this year is on august 3rd why are you unbuttoning your shirt
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a full frontal it actually is
0: my my birthday gift to to everyone uh, this year is i'm going to make a free page on the speech development our, our website and i'm going to make um a no commercial breaks free our the War and Peace album, wow. SDR 007 free, the Jack Brown album free, the Polar Bear album free, because it is a weird time where uh, it, it's hard to charge for music these days. And whilst I think mm. it's important as a label to protect your artists and try and make mm. make money from it equally, the important thing is people hearing it, right? Yeah. So gosh. we're doing this, I've, I've, I've spoken to those artists... Obviously, Jack Brown's up for it because the, the, the first time he ever got a cheque of any, any any profit, he extracted that money and burnt it in a bucket in the garden. <laughs> Because he, does, he doesn't believe in earning money for music. Love your brother. So, again, I said to him, I was like, is it all right if I give you an album away for free? I was like, whatever.
2: <laughs> but he was busy making alien water, wasn't he? I bet. <laughs>
1: he <was. laughs> oh, mate, I ain't seen him for so I, I take it he's going to be at Lizards. Yeah, he'll be oh, at Lizards. Oh, good, good. He'll good. be at
0: Lizards. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. We'll be back with part two where we'll get a little bit more drunk. And, again, I'll mention that. Uh, uh, lizards, as you mentioned it, July twenty second. Come down, party with party with the boys. All of us. Party <laughs> with More the boys. peace.
3: You've been listening to Scooby's Picks. Disbrushed in pieces.